0: Valentine's Day numbers, what Americans are spending, how much they're spending, what they're spending it on. We'll give you the breakdown around 6.30 this morning. Also have uh, some information on the Hall of Fame game. Do that for you at 7 o'clock. And apparently we're just going to drop off crates of food on the front doorsteps for people. 8 a.m. We'll get into that. Everybody in the world has an opinion on that. Everybody in the world had an opinion on that yesterday. The amount of comments I read on comment sections and the like, and I'll give you a little preview of my feeling on it. And I actually said this to the Fantone this morning. That a lot of you feel like, man, Caesar's not liberal enough. Or man, and then the conservatives, man, he's way too liberal, this and that. I'll give you a liberal ideal that in theory I actually agree with, but in application because humans are going to be the ones that have to do it, I think is terrible, is universal basic income. In theory, I understand why it works. Rising of tide lifts all boats. You you give people their basic necessities, and all of a sudden now they can start focus on other things. And I know what a lot of people are going to say. Well, if you just pay people, then they're not going to want to do anything. Or maybe what happens is they look around their home and go, I have all this stuff, and all they ask of me is seven hours a day over at this thing that's not maybe the worst, right? And so maybe that's not the worst idea. However, human beings are going to be in charge of it. I don't trust a single human being walking the planet. We're going to ruin it.
1: I'm just going to say, and I hope we save all this. For what time are we talking about this? 8 so, o'clock. 8 o'clock. I eight hope we'll save a lot of this for 8 o'clock. But if somebody has a crate of food, drop it off for your boys. Dude, Sansbury and I both a little bit hungry right now. A little hangry on us. We could probably take a little snack to say,
0: Not the worst right, idea. Your right
1: something. Drop, drop it off for your boys. Now, see,
0: here's the problem with what you just did right now. Somebody's going to be like, you know, there are legitimately people who don't have enough to eat today. And you guys I'm, are going to make jokes.
1: I'm legitimately one of those people. I want something to eat. Right Are now. you hungry? I'm a little hungry. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like I feel like a little hungry. A little, uh, you know, just, just sucking down these coffees isn't doing anything. Uh, for dude, me. do you want
0: me to call that guy that brought us breakfast at Long Haul that day and brought you eggs that you no, would not eat?
1: No, no, I'm good on that one. Home cooked meals, no, thank you for the breakfast stuff. There. I, uh,
0: dude, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Like this guy brought us food first of all. And he, like, wanted – and I get it. He wanted to, like, watch us enjoy it, right, right? right? You know what I mean? Right. But the guy, like, tells me, like, before he hands me the thing, like, dude, I make this thing. It's amazing, right? And then we open it, and it's like, oh, breakfast quiche. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, like, <laughs> like dude, I've seen this. Oh,
1: you got scrambled eggs with some stuff in there. Okay, well, and that's he, cool. he had
0: some, like, weird name that he called it or whatever, and we were like, yeah, dude, we've both had omelets. We've both had quiche, right, but whatever. Right. And so I tried to placate the guy. And I, like, started eating it, and Fantone just looked at him right in his face and was like, yeah, bro, I'm not eating that.
1: It was, it was like, first thing in the morning. This was, like, two or three years ago. This was, this was like, I'm going to say 6 a.m., like, just as we get out of the gate. And I, I, well, the first guy I worked in radio for, Jim Mantell up at WGAR, he's like, it was his first day. He was like, I'm going to give you two rules uh, for radio. And he's like, I know you're only going to obey one of them. He's like, number one, don't sleep with listeners. Number two, don't eat the food that listeners give you. God, I've done both those and things. Well, and it was pretty clear which one of those, which one of those rules I was going right. to, which one I was going to buy into Well, there. McDonald's
0: isn't selling those. <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs>
1: so. so yeah, I, uh, I, I, I stood by that rule at that point and I, I'm glad I did, man. And then, no offense to anybody who brings us food. Like I, 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 it's not that I, don't trust you. I don't trust the system as a whole. I, I just
0: don't. There's a lot of risk in the system. I would grant you that.
1: Now, it, now, I'm not saying because I've been the one who have famously said on this show time and time and time again is that clean food does not exist. Like, if you go to restaurants, I'm not saying every restaurant every time is disgusting, but if you go to restaurants regularly, something's going to be gross. But I will say at least there's a sign in the bathroom at the restaurant that says employees must wash hands. In your house, I don't know at all if you're washing
0: your hands. As a matter of fact, I doubt that you're washing your hands. I can't tell you what the system is, okay? You even know how... Uh, I, I, some of you guys might have this situation going on. Where you'll eyeball a situation, yeah. and you don't know what... The checklist is that right, you're using, right. but you just, it's kind of like a gut.
1: You've made your judgment. Yeah. You already know what the answer to the question is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Right.
0: And so, like, that's how I decide listener food, whether or not I eat it. Like, I look at you up and down and I think to myself, if I walk into your house, is your kitchen uh, going to gross me out? Yeah. You know what I mean? And if I feel like maybe I'm like, ah, dude, just ate. <laughs> you know Sorry, I mean? just had something. I'll, dude, I'll, I'll give you one of those, which there have been times where people have brought me food and I didn't want to eat it. And I'm like, dude, this is why you should stop talking about how much you like to eat right. on the radio. Like the, this
1: right here. The thing that I would say to you, and I guess we're giving this an interrupt to the audience right now and it probably won't work in the future. Well, way to go. Is, um, I will say to you, <laughs> tell them like, oh, hey, man, at work, they really don't want us eating at the table. They don't want us, you know, like, you know, oh. being, being away from the table. We're supposed to be here and they're going to be like, well, there's nobody else here dude you can eat it right now in front of me nah dude but, cell
0: phone cameras you know it goes. <laughs> right, yeah
1: i can't you know they don't want us eating at work and i feel like that's something that might have been the system yeah, that might be something there
0: well, dude, maybe somebody will bring you something not, like, homemade, but somebody, uh, you know what I mean, brought from the store. It might be. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, so. Uh, dude, uh, so we found out yesterday there will be no big Valentine's Day plans for you and the missus. No, we, uh, we talked about it last night, and
1: she was like, well, you know, everything's going to be super busy tomorrow. Sure. And I was like, yeah, I know it's going to be. I think I'm just going to make dinner. I mean, like, and that's nothing un- uncommon. I usually make dinner every night anyway just because... People are always like, What do you mean you make dinner for your girlfriend? I'm like, dude, I'm home at eleven o'clock. If I don't make dinner, if I sit there and wait for her to get home and then say, All right, bitch, like get yourself in there
0: making some food. Dude, my buddy doesn't work. It, it, like that. All right, that's a that's a stretch. But he does not have a nine to five. Okay. Right? Okay. And he'll sit sometimes, he'll be at home all day. His his wife will come home at like six thirty, seven o'clock at night after working all day, and he'll just be like, When's dinner? Really? Yeah. Wow. And dude, like it flies, like it totally flies. And I just look and like, I'm mystified by it. That's
1: not even like, that's not even me being like intimidated by my girlfriend that she would get mad at me or like she would leave me or anything like that. That's just me being a decent person. I feel like, like, who, I who, agree. like, like, like I've been sitting around, Help out. I've been sitting around watching wrestling for like all afternoon. The least I can do is like throw a sofa's lasagna in the oven. Like, dude, I tell my buddy,
0: I'm like, dude, oral sex doesn't fall from wow. the sky, bro. Like you gotta, like, you gotta put the work wow. in. Like you got, you know what
1: I mean? You, you gotta do. That. Dude, the fact that he'll be uh, that he'll just be sitting there, and she gets home after a full day's
0: work, wins dinner. Not wow. only that, dude won't even leave the living room. She'll make it and wow. then walk it into the living room and like hand it to him.
1: Dude, does he have a foot longer? What is going on? I have, no guy? dude. Apparently, he's got a time machine <laughs> and it's 1955. <laughs> it's good. And it's, good oh. Lord,
0: I've never seen anything like it.
1: That's amazing.
0: I, I dude, That is amazing. That's
1: amazing. I don't
0: know when they stopped making those kind of women. No, <laughs>
1: seriously, <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't know. But I'm with you. I well, I enjoy to cook anyway.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's
0: I think it's one of those things that it's like I mean showing me, I don't know it's appreciation on some level right
1: right I mean like don't get me wrong I work a full-time job plus and it, it's well, two, you know technically three I, technically right.
0: <laughs> I, was gonna say, I mean I work a full-time Phantoms job Mexican plus. I don't know if you guys found that but, out
1: yeah but it, it, it affords me the availability to be there in the afternoon so like if you're not I mean you know if you're not making dinner I, I just feel like I'd be a terrible person at that.
0: Point. speaking of jobs buddy are yeah. you still are, are you still ubering
1: I have not ubered in quite a while no I feel like the Gave uh, to, up on that. I one. feel like the bartending gig kind of uh, filled the void there. You know what I'm saying? Probably more money. Well, right. more money at the very least. And the thing with Uber and if I want to jump back into it, I can. But and it's just like, more. but it's just like at this point, it's like, well, dude, now you've got extra income, so it's like you might as well have your afternoons back. You know what I mean? You might as well like take oh, God, advantage yeah. when you're working three jobs. Like you might as well take advantage of of the downtime that you do have. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like, man, I'm just sitting around doing nothing. It's like, nah, you kind of deserve this one.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, you know, that, I mean, do you? I mean, you are. You work here. You work for yeah, the charge. Yeah. We're gonna that chocolate bar. you yeah. probably work at whatever the next theme bar is that 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 that, sure. that Scott and Kim are gonna Dude, do.
1: An announcer for Ohio Championship Wrestling. I'm a professional, you know, in in, in the wrestling industry nowadays too. So like, yeah, I'm you know, not I sure got... I would have used that one as the punctuation <laughs> Put it on the
0: resume, baby. I'm not sure I would have used that there. as like the period of what it is you're doing.
1: Speaking of Ohio Championship Wrestling, man, they are um, branching out into MMA fights, and I know they've had a lot of success recently. They're gonna start. Running commercials here, and uh, they're very much like, "Hey man, tell your boy Stansberry man if he ever wants to come, get him for a row, get him a microphone, we'll have whatever we have him out there."
0: So uh, you had me at first. I don't want to do things. Well, I'll come watch fights. Sure, sure, sure. No, I'll do stuff, dude.
1: They, uh, they, they, one hundred percent are like, "Well, we know you love wrestling. We know he loves MMA." And the thing is, I think there's more money to be made in MMA, which is why they're, which is why they're like, kind of, you
0: know, I could now branching out into it. I mean, WWE probably makes way more money than UFC right now. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I, I don't. I don't know. I'd be That's interested to find it. I, that. I don't know, but I could I could see on like the local level. Why people would be more apt to be like, dude, I'd rather just watch two guys punch themselves in the face right. than, you know, throw each other through sawed-in-half tables. Them, you know what them, I mean? pro-wrestling. I, I could see that. Um, But I,
1: and from my perspective, it was just like, dude, you guys, if you're going to be the local, you know, fighting sports organization, yeah. hats off to you guys, we'd, oh, yeah. we'd, we'd love to partner up a, and watch some dudes kick each other's ass. Oh there. yeah, dude,
0: you, I love the yeah. MMA, I, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll totally go to MMA course, fights, course, for sure, so. yeah, absolutely. We have Aussie tickets, uh, he's playing September. Awesome. We'll get you in before you can buy them. I believe those tickets go on sale this coming Friday. No more tours. <laughs> we also have uh, Canton Charge tickets, and we also have some more quotes on Johnny Manziel. We'll give you those at 9 o'clock, but we will run down Valentine's Day by the numbers next on Rock 106.9. The
2: Stansbury Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock
0: 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Pass out those Aussie tickets around 8.30 this morning. It's playing September at Blossom. Stone Sour part of that, too. We'll get you in. Valentine's Day is today, and I say this every year, and I'm going to say it again this year because I just don't think you. some people understand the messages they're sending out via social media. Okay. I say 15% by switching to single. No, dude. No, you didn't. You did not, no, 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 you're not happy. Basically, dude, let me tell you what the rest of the world reads when you post, I say 15% by switching to single. The world reads, you're a compulsive masturbator. That's what the world reads. You don't come off looking like you smart or that you did this, that, that you elected to do this thing. More often than not, it comes off of, oh, you're a miserable person who nobody wants to be around at all. Ever. That's the way it reads You did not save yourself 15% by switching to single First of all, I'm willing to bet If I go back and check your last relationship You didn't decide to be single And maybe that's where the bitterness is coming from And maybe that's where the meme and the posting comes from Think? Maybe? Just a bit? I bet and We do have some Valentine's Day numbers This is crazy We're going to spend, Americans $20 billion this Valentine's Day Nineteen point six billion, just under twenty billion. That's crazy. Billion, it's a lot of money. The breakdown is about one hundred forty-five dollars on gifts.
1: Really, one hundred forty-five bucks. Yep.
0: Wow. Each of us shelling out about one hundred forty-five dollars. On I,
1: I, I guess averages always get thrown off by you know extremes, yeah. but like I, I, I can't imagine that most people are spending one hundred and forty five dollars. That seems like a lot of money when 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 you often hear people talk about. Well, I don't have two dimes to rub together. You know what I mean? That just
0: seems like a One hundred and forty five bucks on Valentine's Day. It seems like a lot. It, it it does. Although I would have spent this easily. I um. And this is one of the reasons why like, I don't feel lonely today because it's Valentine's Day. I don't feel like, oh my God, I don't have anybody and everybody else does. What am I going to do? But I do like gift anxiety. I do like shopping for other people and like trying to figure out the perfect gift for them, and then the look on their face when they open it. Like, I miss that kind of stuff. I do. I re I don't know why. I've always liked that. That's your uh, that's your language
1: of love, buddy. That's how you express yourself. Obviously, there. So, gift giving is big to you. Do you feel like the same way when you get gifts? Are you always like excited and like you know? It makes you feel loved.
0: Not as much as I like giving is something else. Them? Yeah, because I feel like I know what I really want. I'll just go. And, I, dude, I buy myself whatever I want whenever I want. And so, like, it doesn't feel like that thing. But there is something about gift anxiety that I love.
1: Yeah, people, uh, people express themselves in different ways. Stan's
0: very gift giver. Right? I am a gift giver. I uh, absolutely am. So $20 billion is what they're going to spend this year. It, it, was
1: that just on gifts or is that everything combined?
0: It looks like that's shelling out about $145 on gifts. Jesus. It's about $10 more than last year's average. About 7 they say. Right? So here's what we're spending it on. People are going to spend around $6 average on their pets for Valentine's Day, which. Dude, I'm a pet person, but I don't get this. I don't get like putting the dog in a sweater and like, I don't get that.
1: Um, We were at Walmart yesterday and my girlfriend, we were like buying cat food. And my girlfriend's like, I'm getting the cats a Valentine's present. And she got him like a new toy. Like she got him like a new thing of mice. She didn't get him like a Valentine's like, you know, like sweater or
0: like a Valentine. But she was like, I'm going to buy him new oh, catnip or whatever. Yeah, like I'm going to buy him new toys. And I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, you're going to buy that in any given Tuesday. You know what I mean? So fine. Friends and teachers, you'll spend about $7 on that. And I I don't – I got to be honest with you – I don't know if if kids should be exchanging, you know, Valentine's Day gifts with their teachers. It seems very I know this is one of those things that used to be really really sweet and innocent back in the day, but every day I read a story about a teacher not being able to keep their hands off some kid. Let's not muddy the waters. Let's not let, let's not help you know encourage this. Isn't that
1: being the kids should be kids and you know
0: what do I want to say here? I There's... can make the argument that Valentine's Day is a very adult thing and that that if we're going to let kids be kids, then maybe take Take the adult sexual romance holiday out of it. Okay. I mean, no Valentine's Day. You got to cut it off. I get it. Kids and and their parents, you'll spend around $25 on that. So I'm assuming that this is a parent spending $25 on their kid, and then the kid will spend about, on average about $25. And if my mom lived closer, I would probably have gotten my mom something for Valentine's Day, probably my sister-in-law. As an adult? Yeah, I probably would have. Really? Especially now, dude, with the fact that, I mean, dude, my dad's been dead a long time. Yeah, I guess it's your dad's. Dead. And so, like, my mom, I just, I worry that, you know what I mean, she's more lonely than she lets on.
1: Would have been easy enough, yeah, just to, like, get her a little something. Make her like, happy. Okay, you know
0: what I mean? It's also his birthday month, so February, she kind of gets down a little bit on herself a little bit, and so, like, I probably would have used it as an opportunity to kind of pick her up there a little bit. But she lives far, and I'm not sending anything yeah, in the mail. Pff,
1: I'm not sending 1-800-Flowers <laughs> yeah. that fast.
0: I'll, I'll call her. I'll call her a is cold. what I'll do okay. Uh, what do you think the average is on people who are going to spend on their significant other?
1: Um, I'm going to hope. I mean, it's got, it, it, at this point, at fifty under a hundred. It's got to be under a hundred, right?
0: Just it, under. Okay, it's ninety bucks. Ninety bucks. See that doesn't seem extravagant to me for like your better half on Valentine's Day. Like that seems about like a hundred dollars was about what I was thinking.
1: I guess I'm just looking at it from the perspective of like so many people. It's like, dude, I don't have any money. I'm broke all the time. Well, it's like, well, if you're spending a hundred dollars on Valentine's Day, like that that, part of the reason you're broke. That's part of the reason why you're broke. Like, it is. I understand that when you're like a high schooler, it feels like such a big deal. But like, if if you're going through tough financial times and you're still spending money on 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 a holiday, not even like Christmas for your kids I understand like the real guilt of dude I didn't give my kids a good Christmas and I feel like a bad dad for that but if you and your wife can't understand to each other that like hey we're barely getting the mortgage payment made therefore let's let's, let's pull back on Valentine's Day a little bit like what kind of like la la land are you living
0: in like what do you hear these numbers this is the breakdown of what we're going to spend our money on okay and how much will be spent this year on Valentine's Day cards which if you really think about it is very antiquated and old school.
1: Trash. It's trash. It uh, is uh,
0: here. You throw this away. It's right. essentially what a card right. is. Right. Eight hundred and ninety-four million dollars. Wow. Will be spent. Just under wow. nine hundred million. Spent on Valentine's Day cards.
1: It's nice it to get something in the mail. I do think that's nice. Like you said, like to send maybe something to your mom like that. Okay, that's nice. But like to hand something to my girlfriend that she opens up, reads, and then throws in the trash. There's a part of me that's like, why don't we just do this in the aisle of, of Walmart where just they have them. the cards? here here, this one. I think this one's funny. I, I would have bought you this video. one. Right. Okay. And I, I like this one. Oh, I love you too.
0: And then we can go on with our day. Candy, we're going to spend just under $2 billion on candy. Which again, you can eat candy, whatever. So like, honestly, some of that is just part of Americans being fat. And there's going to be people who buy candy this week because it's, you know what I mean? There's specials and there's sales. And oh my God, it's, it's this color versus normally it's that color. Like we'll do that. Just under two billion on clothing will be spent.
1: I guess, I guess maybe you're buying lingerie, right? But I mean, like, are
0: people buying new outfits for like, I've never saying. understood the 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 buying the, the nighty like lingerie kind of thing. <laughs> like I don't get it. Eh, if
1: that's gonna be, it, it's a selfish you know present. There's no question about that. Um,
0: but here I think you're it, almost hot. Wrap it up in this and then I'll like it.
1: I think if uh, I I think if it's if if it's a part of a you know a sexy uh, you know presents you're giving, her, I feel like
0: that's all right. You know, you're taking. Around, I, don't, I mean, I don't think anything's wrong yeah, with it. Yeah,
1: flowers. It. Here's this. Here's that. I don't know. It's all right. A
0: night out is going to cost Americans 3.7 billion dollars this year for yes. Valentine's Day, which I don't know why you would sit in, in a restaurant line tonight. Yeah, I can't come up. It's with the Wednesday, there. I mean, you know what I mean. Go out tomorrow, and uh, dude, honestly, I will in bet you could get into a restaurant faster on Friday night than you will be able to do it tonight.
1: Well, the only thing I'll say about that is today, Friday, and Saturday of this of this week, all restaurants are going to be busy, just because a lot of people are going to make the decision of offset well, it. Well, no, we're not going off on we're not going out on Wednesday. We'll go out on Saturday, and everything will be fine. And then it's like, no, sir, uh, forty five minute wait to get your table. You know what I mean?
0: Jewelry. Americans are going to spend $5 billion. Wow. Now, I would imagine a lot of that is going to be what? Engagement rings, right? Yeah. Like a lot of people, which I think, again, now this is hard for me to pass judgment on because I've never been engaged. I've never been married. But I just think it's phoning it in. I think asking somebody to marry you on Valentine's Day is phoning it in. To me, it just screams, I had no idea what to do. So let me do this. It's cliched, no doubt, but cliches exist for a reason. You know what I mean? I, I mean, would never ask a woman to marry me around Christmas. I would never ask a woman to marry me on her birthday. I would never, well, first of all, don't, guys, that's dumb. Don't ruin a woman's birthday. That's special enough to her. Don't make it anything about, about that. They take a whole month for their goddamn birthday. Don't do that. Is, would be my opinion, I dude. I'm never gonna ask a woman to marry me via jumbotron or like any of those things. It just all feels like, dude. Why, dude? It, it, like Justin Timberlake's in this movie. He did it. Then my girlfriend loves that movie. I'm doing it. It just, it all screams that. I've been asked a specific question about Valentine's Day by the audience, and I will give you your answer on that next on Rock 106.9, The
2: Stand. That guy knows how to party. Rock 1069. Rock
0: 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. Online for you at WRQK.com. Pass out these Aussie tickets at 8:30 and also send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. That will take place 9 a.m. this morning is when you you will get your keyword. Uh, it is Valentine's Day, so I was asked via listener. um, Ben wanted to know: Is this holiday on the Stansbury list of holidays? For those of you that don't know, I had jokingly said once, and people took it as like gospel because nothing, any, nothing you say anymore is just funny. It's like that's your belief system because, I, you know, reality took over everything. But I had jokingly said once, and I do kind of agree with it, that there are certain holidays where you should stay away from online pornography. As a matter of fact, we'll get into what one online porn company is doing a little later today. Well, uh, a little later in the show, we'll tell you what they're going to do for you today. But I um I maintain that there are certain days where it's like, dude, if you're in front of the computer and you're using online pornography, that it comes off as sad to me. Christmas was on this holiday list. Mother's Day was on this list. And I think, yeah, dude, if you're using online pornography on Valentine's Day, it does. It kind of comes off as like, dude, you're not having fun. This is you're working out your misery. But can't today
1: just be a normal Wednesday and like on a normal Wednesday, you wouldn't be like, no, I'm not masturbating.
0: No, let's change the scenario around. You're in a relationship. Your girlfriend telling you it's just an average Wednesday? Of course not. It's not just a regular Wednesday. This is a romantic holiday. And I think if you are romancing yourself, that you are what you are doing is outwardly expressing you're lonely and wish you had somebody to do this for you.
1: I I I I I understand where you're coming from, and I think that's because I'm making sense. That's in particularly true if you're sitting there chronically masturbating all day on Valentine's Day. But like, I don't know. There's a little bit of me of my girlfriend, and my girlfriend is kind of like, I don't know. It's just another Wednesday. We're not going out for it. We're not making that big of a deal about it. So like, I don't know. Yeah, but you're
0: the exception. That's not the reality for most people. I think
1: I think I think most people, especially if you're single, especially if you're you know in a you know not in a relationship, you can just treat this as a normal Wednesday. It doesn't have to be like I'm changing my behavior.
0: saying if I don't have family alive that, that Christmas is just, a, is just a Thursday. No, it's a holiday. Don't you always say that Christmas and Thanksgiving to you are just normal days? I, I don't really except for this regard because of how society, dude, I'm telling you if you're sitting alone on Christmas morning masturbating, that is loneliness and I worry about where that goes in the end. Like who are you going to be in the end of this? How long is it before you start strangling women with piano wire? Like you're teetering on the edge here. Like there is a little bit of like, dude. Not only can you not get yourself a date for tonight, but you're just gonna hand crank it all day.
1: Well, right. And like I said, I mean, if we're talking about if we're talking about an all day, like you're just sitting there like crying, then yeah, we're probably talking about something. I just think that if it's like, yo, it's Wednesday night tonight. Your your wife's downstairs watching The Bachelor or whatever. You're well, that's upstairs. even
0: more sad if you have a live in like a, a partner, and then you're dude, that's terrible. You're first of all, you're dropping your 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 duties as a partner for your person. You should have. you should be having sex. You shouldn't be like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Masturbation is part of your life, no matter what, but it is Valentine's day. So if you're looking for, for intimacy, which ultimately that is what you're looking for. And that's why, honestly, why a lot of people who like pornography end up feeling more miserable after they use it because you've, you've triggered the pleasure center in your brain, but the intimacy isn't there. So you end up feeling worse about yourself. And so see what I'm saying? Like, that's where dude. it just, it comes off very sad. It comes off like very hair on the palms. Not like, okay, you know what? It's been a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months since I got laid. All right, let's pull up Pornhub. We'll get through this so I don't like become a mass murderer. But I just think, dude, if you're there and you got lotion and, and like the stuff, it's, dude, it just sends bad messages. It just does. And again, like I said, I created this like out of a place of like just kind of joking around. But again, nobody views anything that way at all now. It's like a belief system. And now I got to like, I got to like break it down and give you bullet points on why I'm right. It was just kind of like a funny thing to have said, because honestly, it does kind of come off loserish. I don't, dude, you can think what you want. Go tell all your friends today that's your plan. Oh, really? You and your wife, you're going to go to the OG? You're going to have breadsticks? You're going to have to do all that? Cool. I'm going to crank up X videos and sit in my room all night. Tell me your friends don't look at you like you're a sad, pathetic loser. They're going to look at you like you're a sad, pathetic loser. There are certain days where it's like, dude, you know what? Maybe reflect on why you're in the situation you're in. Are you an awful person that nobody wants to be around? Are you hard to be with? Are you not willing to compromise? Maybe spend your day doing that so next year you don't have to spend Valentine's Day masturbating. And if you're arguing with me this much about your right to do it this day, all you're doing is proving my point and making me right. We'll take a look ahead at your Hall of Fame game next on Rock 106.9.
2: The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Kansas Rock Station. Rock 106.9.
0: Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. 9 o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. That's your first keyword of the day multiple opportunities throughout the day. We'll give you your first one at 9 a.m. this morning. So we know who will be playing in the Hall of Fame game this year. It will be the Baltimore Ravens and they will face the Chicago Bears. This will be Thursday, August the 2nd at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. Ravens, first ever appearance in the Hall of Fame game. But obviously with Ray Lewis going in, Makes all the sense in the world to have him. Also, the Bears have Brian Urlacher going in, so I don't know if that's always the way they do it. But it would make sense if they do it. I I don't I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think it is. It seems like every year one of the marquee players kind of gets the you think. Gets the nod there. Like Jerome Bettis. I mean, when he went in, the Steelers played. I know when Favre went in, the uh, the Packers played. So yeah, I think I, I don't know, but I think
0: yeah, that makes sense to me. I, I mean, I would I would do it that. Well, way. I
1: mean, you got to think. You're looking for To get as many people Into the Hall of Fame And as part of the festivities As you can uh, You know Guys are going to be coming To see Ray Lewis go in Baltimore fans are coming Like Chicago Bears fans are coming To see Brian Urlacher get, You know Come in You might as well Give them the tip of the hat there Especially when you consider How close both those fan bases are
0: Six hours away In either direction
1: Yeah I mean They're I mean, both six hours by car You got I mean yeah that, that, that if, if you're not doing that They're making a mistake
0: Yeah about an hour Hour and a half flight maybe About six hours in the car Festivities will continue with the Enshriny's Gold Jacket Dinner on Friday the 3rd, the Round Roundtable on Sunday, August the 5th, and Sunday's Concert for Legends. The game itself, in theory, will put uh, Ravens quarterback, they say Joe Flacco, who will probably play, what, two snaps? Hit against second-year uh, Bears signal caller Mitch Trubisky, hometown kid. That's right. You know what I mean? He's kind of from the, you know, the menor area there. Even that will probably be one series. Oh, you know what I'm think. saying? If that. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, it's it, it's the first game of the year.
0: If he's the quarterback. I mean, who knows what they're going to do in the draft and this and that.
1: I uh, I know their fan base is kind of split right down the middle. With him? Yeah, and Mitch Trubisky, yeah. I don't know if I paid enough attention to the Bears because it felt like they were losing a lot. So it's like, well, did you see potential or not? I don't know how that Trubisky experiment went. I didn't
0: watch enough to yeah. know. My brother uh, paid attention to it a little bit because... Apparently, my brother played on a on like a professional traveling softball team with Mitch Trubisky's dad, and I guess he used to have to like hold Mitch Trubisky during like practice and Jeez. stuff while his dad was like on the play. He was like, "Dude, he's like I've known that kid his entire life." I was like, "Oh, I didn't." know. I was like, "That's weird. I never knew that." Um, but I I know their fan base is split right down the middle. This will be a pretty good get, though. I mean, the Bears are a huge franchise. Ravens, obviously, you know, you got Ray Lewis going in. That this is going to be heavily attended, I would imagine.
1: Yes, I mean, I, I, I think that the the fact that both places are relatively close is going to uh, help out, and it's a pretty star-studded lineup of Hall of Fame inductees. I feel like this year, um, you know, both Urlacher and and Lewis are premier linebackers. Uh, you've got uh, T.O. going in. You've got Randy Moss going in. So no, I feel like you know, for the for the. For the situation the Hall of Fame finds themselves in, where it's like, does this game matter? No, nobody cares about it, but at the same time, it's as good as you can ask for.
0: Have they announced... Do I... Did I just forget, or do we not know who the Concert for Legends is yet?
1: I do not believe they've announced Okay, yet. so
0: this isn't something I forgot. No, 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 no. Okay, I've heard some rumors, but that was right after they made the announcement last year, and so I'm sure none of those are going to hold up, and I don't want to, I, I, you know what I mean? Right. I, I, I don't want to do that to the hall, but I'd be very interested to see who they do get this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'd be pure, purely speculation on our behalf, but I mean, they've done, I feel like, a good job in the, what, four, three, four years that they've been doing it, so... Yeah, they've knocked it out of the park. I mean, you've got to keep swinging. Like, it's got to be another A-list. Or... I mean, it's
0: been, what, Aerosmith, Tim McGraw, then Toby Keith and Kid Rock? Pretty I mean, that's good. pretty good.
1: Pretty good lineup right that's there. That's pretty good.
0: I wonder who it's going to be. be interesting to find out.
1: I uh, I stand firm to the, to the thought of, I don't know why they do this game on Thursdays. I don't know why they don't do this Sunday at noon.
0: I would imagine it's part of the NFL's um, brand to try to beef up Thursday Night Football.
1: I get that, but it just seems very... It seems counterproductive to the goals of, like, the, the 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 enshrinement and like stuff like that i feel like the start of the football season that should be the big payoff that should be what we work up to all weekend long you know we've got all these like celebrations going on all these concerts going on and the big payoff the orgasm of the entire weekend is yo football is back to start it with football being back and then to go into the celebration that kind of feels backwards
0: i me. think what they they, they want to do they want to do the concert last so it doesn't affect the field for play right like, that's why they're do, why they going to do the concert on Sunday versus... Because for me, it seems like the best day to do the concert is Saturday night. Uh-huh. That's the best night to do the concert. That way people aren't trying to rush home after work to try to get there. Because a lot of locals are going to go to the concert. Course. Like, we know that. Of course. Right? And so that way you're not rushing home from work and this and that. But I would imagine it's, you know, putting, like, the, the chairs on the field and all that stuff where you can do it on Sunday when you don't need the field again for a year for at least the NFL's, you know, use or whatever. That that's why they do it that way, but selfishly for me, dude. If you're me and you don't want to wake up at four o'clock in the morning on Monday after the show, you know what I mean? Like, but I, you know that's not enough of a reason to do it another night because I gotta wake up early. But I'm imagining that that's why they did, why they put the, why they put the concert on Sunday. But I would agree that. I mean, dude, you're a Sunday league. I know there's games on right. Monday. I know there's games on Thursday. And in the playoffs, then you put them on Saturday. And there's no rhyme or reason. But traditionally, you're a Sunday league. Well, the whole
1: point of, well, we can't put the Super Bowl on Saturday because we're a Sunday league. We can't. We cannot do it. Right. It's, it's impossible for us to do. And it's like,
0: well, then. Which is the, dumb. Put it on Sunday then. And then I like, put, the, put the opening game on Sunday. I'd give anything for it to be Super Bowl Saturday. Saturday night. Then at least you could start the game at seven o'clock if you wanted to. You, could, you know what I mean? You get seven, eight o'clock. You could do it. It's Saturday night. You could let your kids stay up a little later. They can sleep in on Sunday, and then you know, then productivity will probably go back up. I mean, I've read some of the numbers on the loss of productivity on Monday after the Super Bowl. It's crazy. Like what happens? But of course, you're all just sitting around talking about it, talking about the commercials, talking about the controversy and all that. But this will be at least a good game. I mean, you know what I mean? There's there's two cool franchises, and I would agree that, dude, those Ray Lewis people are going to come out of the woodwork.
1: They see a purple. I
0: mean, he's a huge, huge star in that game. I know people take issues with some things that happen. Our buddy Munch, who will be on the air with us Friday at 7 o'clock, he's one of them. He has serious issues with Ray Lewis. And I think ultimately, you know what, we we may ask him about that, um, about how he feels about Ray going into the Hall of Fame. I was also shocked to find this out, for those of you that don't know, that Randy Moss and T.O. both made it in to the Hall of Fame. That's rare, I believe, to, to put two people from the same position. I mean, I know you got both linebackers there, Erlocker and you got Ray Lewis, but two offensive wide receivers, that seems strange.
1: No, I think in the past they kind of have broken up like premier talents when it comes to one position, and I think this will probably be the beginning of the end of the logjam of wide receivers into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Now that T.O. and Moss both get in there, it's going to open up the door for more dudes who have played the position behind them.
0: They want, they did both these guys at the same time so so they could stop the arguments of who deserved it more, and T.O. Right. should have went in before Randy. Right. They just said, look, both these guys are great. Just get them both in there at the same time, and we'll reduce the column inches uh, that people are going to write about how we don't know what the hell we're doing. They're talking about a reboot. I don't see it happening. I'll tell you why next on Rock 106. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Sending you out to LA for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. We'll do that at 9 o'clock is when you get your keyword on that. I actually just uh, one of my Facebook memories from today is uh, from... One of my last trips out to LA, as a matter of fact, it was with my friend Micah and Heather. We were out there for doing a press tour for Franklin and Bash, a show that's no longer on TNT, but was. We had to do uh, we had to do one of those press junkets where you go out there and you like interview everybody on the cast a separate day, and then you have dinner with the cast at some beach house in Malibu. That was actually kind of cool, like sitting there like hanging out on the beach smoking cigarettes with Mark Paul Gossler. Yeah, like, I mean, wasn't the like the worst I you know wasn't the worst night I've ever had in my life. No. It was actually a pretty fun uh, That was a pretty fun trip. I, uh, Dude, I like L.A. I wouldn't want to live in Los Angeles, but
1: I do like it. Yeah, same way with New York to me, where it's like, dude, they're a blast to go to, but I just couldn't do it. Like, it's just not for me.
0: Rather live in L.A. or New York City? Uh, probably at that
1: point, L.A. just because the weather's nicer. I mean...
0: That would probably be the thing that put me over the edge. It's
1: enough. I mean, they're, at that point, you're both like monstrosities of cities, super yeah, saturated really with people, like just a disgusting... Expensive. Am, expensive, disgusting amount of trash everywhere I feel like, and it's just like, a you know, a tough, like, it's a city life. <sighs> and nah, not for me.
0: I'll tell you what might put New York over top for me, though, What's that? is, dude, the public trans is yeah. so better. Yeah. You wouldn't have to have a car. Like, LA, you have to have a car. Dude, LA driving is a nightmare. Six lane freeways, both directions, 24 hours a day, gridlocked. I
1: had the fact that it's Uber, maybe, maybe, you know, that's an availability lift, you know, it's not like... I'm <laughs> still
0: stuck in it. Yeah, okay. You well, know now, what you're mean?
1: on a bus, you're still stuck in it. You're in a subway, you're going. Yeah, subway you're not, kind of
0: moving the not, public trans in New York, but you're yeah. right. Like December and January, and February, in uh, New York city would suck. It would suck. It dude. just would suck. It I would. mean, I having been to New York and, um, and going through the park around Christmas time, go to central park around Christmas. It's cool. You should do it. It's fun, but living there would be a nightmare.
1: Yeah. I mean, going and seeing the, the statue of Liberty on the 4th of July is cool too, but yeah. you do that once and you're going to be like, all
0: right, I got to deal with this, you know, uh, the not rest sure of I'm not sure I would want to live there. Um, is it, dude, the rent in New York city? Like my, like, all right. So my buddy has a really good job. He works for Elvis Duran, right? right? Very good job. And, man. uh, he started by answering the phones for me back in the day. So he's kind of like worked as well all the way up the ladder. I had to go to his parents' house and like convince him radio was going to be a good enough gig for, you know, their son. And now look at him. He's in New York city. He's killing it. Like just killing it. Right. He lives there and he'll like, let me know sometimes that it's like, dude, I think he's paying $3,500 a month in rent Yeesh. or something crazy. Yeesh. And dude, he's like, Dan, he's like, and my place isn't big. I got multiple people living with me.
1: Yeah. I uh, One of my cousins lived in New York for like a Oof. semester this past year. And she was like, it was so fun. And I'm
0: like, why didn't you stay? And she's like, because I couldn't afford it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, of course not. No, you, you can't. I mean, it's so much money. New York may make a huge comeback on television. Apparently, Jerry Seinfeld was on Ellen's show not that long ago. This might have even been yesterday, maybe the day before. <laughs> And um, I guess she's going to be on his show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, which, by the way, if you have Netflix, you should watch it. It's amazing. Right. It's very funny. That show is really, really good. And um, she's going to be on that. And so she asked him, is there a possibility or will Seinfeld do a reboot remake type thing? And his answer is, it's possible. I don't see it. I don't see it. I think there are a lot of things standing in your way here. One The star of the show has enough money to say, "Eh, I'm not doing that.
2: Yeah,
1: because like comedians in cars with coffees are going to get coffee. You can tell that's Jerry doing what he wants. It's a passion project. As opposed to like him going out and doing another thing of Seinfeld. That's like, don't get me wrong. All the people and friends have made a lot of money, too. But like Jerry doesn't need it. And if it's going to stress him out, if it's going to be like, dude, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to put in the, the, the hours here. I can completely see why he'd be like, I'm out.
0: There's also, you got to remember, Jerry Seinfeld was one of the first comedians to start to come out and start to bitch about the millennials and start to bitch about their lack of sense of humor and issues and started to complain about college. He was one of the first comedians to be like, dude, I'm not doing colleges anymore. These kids don't have sense of humor and they're throwing a wor- words like racist and fascist and sexist and all. They're throwing these words around and they don't even know what these words really mean. And ultimately, he is right about that. But like, he was like one of the first people to do it talking about how the environment for comedy now is not a place that will foster it. And I want to give you a couple examples. Now, I know Seinfeld's running in reruns, and what you're thinking right now is, well, if they're going to show the reruns, why would it matter? It's, Well, that's, I mean, that's true, but they they can show you reruns of all kinds of stuff, and for some reason you won't take issue, but if we premiere something new and it happens, people will get mad. But imagine being on a sitcom today and saying that a woman has man hands yeesh did you just like assume the gender of a person who has a certain kind of hands god i hope not did you just i mean dude the gender fluid thing and some of the things that they did on that show would never fly today ever
1: why why do you think that something new if it was the exact same thing would, would be treated differently
0: i because i think because it's new and because it's like a thing that's in the news now, where it's like, why am I going to bitch about this thing on TBS? Yeah, everybody knows. But the new thing—it's do people take issue with the new? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I'm wrong on this. I, I mean, do nobody knows for sure.
1: Yeah, I see. I see where you're coming from with the thought. I just don't know. I I, I don't know and if I, I agree with it. But a I get
0: Seinfeld it. show that has to pull its punches. Is the worst idea I've ever heard. I mean,
1: was, I, I never viewed like Seinfeld as like raunchy or like degrading or anything like that. Go back
0: and watch it again.
1: I do pretty frequently. There
0: are a lot of jokes in that show that if you ran them on a brand new sitcom today, I don't think fly all that well. I just don't. There's also... Remember this episode where people thought Jerry was gay? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Wasn't that him being PC? Doing the... I I don't know why you always go to that. What does that have to do with anything I'm talking about? By
1: him saying, by him saying, not that there's anything wrong with that, he was pulling punches, right? I mean, that was the whole joke was that, like, hey, we're going to talk about this, but we're going to say it's okay. Like, it's
0: all right. No, I think he was just saying that ultimately it would be okay that you were gay. I don't, I don't, you're splitting hairs in a weird place there. But at the end of the day, if you were to do that now. People would say, of course there's nothing wrong with that. Why are you implying something would be wrong with that? Where back in the day, people understood, okay, he's, being, he's joking. There's a difference between being a hateful person and not wanting people to think that you're gay. Right? That, that's an okay feeling for a straight person to have. You'd be like, I don't care if those two dudes make out, but I would maybe not be the most comfortable with somebody maybe thinking that I'm gay. That's a totally different thing. And trying to make those distinctions today would be crazy. There was also race, race and Jewish jokes in that show that I don't think fly today. I just do Jerry Seinfeld. And again, like I think it was Bill Burr called. Somebody called him out. And, and you know, in comedians and cars getting coffee, not like meanly, but they just said, look, everybody thinks you're like this nice guy. You're not. You're a bitter dude who does everything surrounded about sarcasm, which is what I always talk about this. Sarcasm does not come from things you're happy with or that you enjoy. Sarcasm comes from what annoys you. And we have lost our sarcastic edge in this country where people like they don't want you to be sarcastic about things. I just I don't see it. A, the stars needs way too much money. Or has too much money, sorry. Oh, and we're missing the elephant in the room. Are we really going to put Michael Richards back on TV? Is is that what we're going to do? Remember that? He's an enter! Remember that from the comedy club? Now, Jerry put him on Comedians in Cars with Coffee. But again, you're talking about an internet show. You think NBC is going to sign up for the people are outside freaking out over the fact that Michael Richards is back on TV? Netflix throws him the offer. Would that change anything? I don't think Jerry would do it at Netflix. If he's he's doing this project with Netflix, right? I think, dude, at the end of the day, they're still, they're not quite there yet. I know they're doing all their original programming, but they haven't knocked off, well, maybe they have. I don't know. I think it would still feel like a shot to him not to have it on broadcast television. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong on that, too. But I just don't see it. I, dude, I think, honestly, like, I'm saying... It, dude, if I said to a woman in the hallway today, or anywhere, maybe even in here, oh my god, that chick has man hands, like, people would freak out. You'd freak out. And yet, Wally was, all he is is observational humor, which, by the way, absurd. And this is what made Seinfeld really great. He was an observationist that observed the differences in groups of people. You're not supposed to do that now. As a matter of fact, you're not even supposed to admit that there are differences in groups of people. As a matter of fact, there are people going through this country right now that are arguing over the fact that there is any difference between a man and a woman, which is, of course, ridiculous. There's absolutely no science whatsoever to back up that that, that men and women are exactly the same. There's no science to back that up. A mountain of it to support it the other way, saying that there are differences. But we ignore that because of feelings. I don't think you'll see this. I also think this is partially why why TV and this sitcom is dying. Because we're dancing around one another so, so worried about making somebody mad and what the next boycott's going to be. That entertainment is suffering. And Jerry Seinfeld was one of the first people to ring the bell on this and everybody called him paranoid. And yet here we are. And what kills me is the same kind of people that complain about things they hear and see are the same people I see Pat sharing this thing around about Seinfeld coming back to TV. You're the exact kind of person that's going to complain. I've read your profile. You are an identity pol Dude, if you are an identity politics person, Seinfeld is the last show you would enjoy. Because it's about pointing out all the differences and all the people and what it takes to like kind of coexist with one another. And Michael Richards back with that i don't see it i really don't it's gonna just it's gonna be just dragged in the mud by his wrongdoing and i'm not saying that's wrong i'm just saying i think these are reasons why you don't see seinfeld back on television i vote no on that more sans ray show right around the corner hang on
2: boys brought popcorn the stansberry show because i'm about to put on a
0: show rock 106.9 hey guys you got Sans right here for north canton collision the only pro first honda and acura certified collision center in stark antique county 106.9 welcome back to the Sands Ray show on rock 106.9 online at wrqk.com before the break we were talking about the possibility that a seinfeld reboot may be happening he, uh, seinfeld himself told ellen it's possible that it's you know it's possible you offer people enough money, things can move around. I maintain Jerry has enough money, he'd be the get. But if he's the one saying it's possible, maybe it is. Yeah. Now, I was making the argument I'm not sure it has a place on television anymore because I just don't think certain things that were... On, I think people have a misconception of what Seinfeld was and that back in the day, those kind of jokes were not seen as like on the line. Like Seinfeld was almost considered to be family entertainment. It was it, you almost felt like it was a show you could let your kids watch. Yeah, there was sex. Yeah, there was stuff going on, but it was like he was kind of like he worked clean, and so it felt like family entertainment. I'm not sure that Man Hands and that kind of stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, talking about the gay thing, the differences in race issues, and you know, Jews versus you know non non Jewish people. I don't feel like that's necessarily considered to be family entertainment anymore. We're adjusting our value center. In a weird way, and I think we're, too, we're going like hyper down the tube of it, and I think ultimately at the sake of entertainment. But we did have a, a, a Twitter listener who pointed out something to me that kind of flies in the face of my argument. And in the interest of being fair, I, wanted, I, I want to let you know what he said. Lone Wolf 65-8 via Twitter, and I do sometimes reading these Twitter handles make me feel like a creep. But he says, dude, Archer uses man hands all the time on that show. They get away with it it 's a show about an alcoholic secret agent, so maybe it 's not a fair comparison no, I think okay that 's a great point you 're right Archer's a show I really liked the last season I felt like kind of sucked, but like ultimately I, I really really like Archer and you 're right. they use man hands a lot. they use phrasing a lot and this and that it 's also a show in my that i if i'm if i 'm remembering this right, runs at ten o 'clock and it also runs, which is normally what used to be i don 't know what the rules are anymore used to be safe harbor. Um, in television, meaning you kind of do whatever you want, tend to like, you know, I believe it was like 4.30 or 5 a.m. is what it was. You could kind of be a little bit more blue. And it's also a paid network. And I think that that would be the difference. I think people are going to hold NBC to a standard that they would not hold FXX. Now, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I am. All right? I'm not saying I'm 100% right. I just know in my heart that I feel like I am right that people would hold NBC to a different standard that you're going to hold FXX, which brings up an interesting point. Why is it okay for the same people to bitch about what's on TV and or, fine, let's make it the radio, too. Why is it okay for you to complain, bitch, get things taken off the air, and then turn around and pay networks who give you content like that? Why is it the fault of people who give you the content for free, essentially... Why are they? Why are they held to a different standard? I
1: mean, I think at least from the uh, from the perspective of like you know the FCC, it's that you know television broadcasts and radio broadcasts initially were like public airwaves, you right. know. So therefore, they had the right to say you can or cannot do this.
0: My problem with that theory is now I tried to plug. I tried to use my TV the other day to get my, my, my local broadcast free channels, and they won't even come up. I get nothing but snow unless I have a cable provider.
1: Um, I think if you have a digital antenna, it should be able to take care of that. Tried
0: it. My, mine doesn't work. I, I've tried two different digital antennas. Maybe it's where I live. Maybe it's because there's something about downtown. I don't know. But for some reason, I've bought two different $35 digital antennas. I can't get a single thing on my TV.
1: It's it's once people started purchasing the content as opposed to being delivered it to it for free. I think that's when things kind of changed of like, all right, well, if you're paying to be, you know, to watch HBO and see boobs or paying to see Netflix and whatever you want, I think that's where, at least from the FCC's perspective, where they draw the line.
0: Okay. Another Twitter user, again, with another great argument that flies in the face of mine. Okay. And he says, dude, I, I would be with you if Family Guy wasn't one of the biggest shows on television. Again, I, I, I know I'm looking to excuse things away so I can be right. But I, I wonder, because both the examples you gave me are both animated. And Bill Burr's actually talked about this with his show on F is for Family, which is on Netflix. He says, as a comedian that there are things that he can say in F is for Family because it's an animated series that people love. But he says they were the same jokes taken out of his stand-up act that on college campuses people cried about and told them were wrong. And he even talked about, he was on somebody's podcast the other day, I think it was Tom Segura's podcast the other day, not that long ago. And he said there were things where, where it's like the same people that bitch about my stand-up set come up to me and tell me they love F is for, it is for Family. And he said there's something about the consumer where if you animate it, they feel like it's not as bad. Where if a human is delivering it, you feel as if it's somebody like that, 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 that it's real on some level. I just think there are a lot, I mean, dude, if you go back and you really watch those Seinfeld episodes, that there are so many things that this country's bitching at one another for back and forth on Twitter and social media that were all started, or at least became part of our lexicon that came from that television show, where now we just argue back and forth about those things. I just don't see it. I would love it, although I would warn Jerry and the rest of the cast that, guys, you were the last great American sitcom. Die with it. Just let it be done. Don't come back and do a half-ass Will and Grace that didn't really catch an audience. Don't do that. Don't do it. You were the last great American sitcom. You will never be topped because we don't have... Now, maybe in years in the future, people will soften up again. They'll loosen up and realize that, dude, if you lose your sense of humor, you lose it all. And that's the truth. Is that laughter used to be the best medicine in this country, but that was before we all turned into a bunch of sissies. But laughter is the best medicine. And maybe we will get back to that. But you were the last great sitcom television had. Just let it be right out into the sunset on that. Now, I get why everybody else would want to do it. But if you're Jerry and Elaine, by the way, the woman that played Elaine, by the way, and she's got Veep now, but she also comes from French royalty money. Like she's worth a ton of money. So you're not going to be able to lure her in with the cash either. Those characters are iconic. They created an entire conversational style for the entire country. Still to this day, as a matter of fact, we're talking about how Archer's stealing stuff. Like they have created so many things that you were the last great thing television had. Just let it go. Don't come back. Don't stay too long at the party. Your shot at Ozzy Osbourne tickets at 830 on Rock 106.9. The
2: Stansbury Show. All right. I like it. I like it. I love, it. I love
0: Rock 106.9. Hey, guys. You got Stansbury here. One of the biggest questions I get all the time is, Stansbury, you're tied into the community. Where is a good place for me to try to find it? Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online for you at WRQK.com and passing out Ozzy tickets for you at 830 this morning. We'll also let you know what Foreign Hub's doing for you today. Trying to lure you back into the fold. We'll give you that. Before we get, move on to this next topic of conversation, I want to preface this by saying that I myself, once upon a time, had abused a government system. Okay? I, uh, I had used unemployment when technically I was allowed to do it after being released from a job. However could have easily went and got another job that I did not want and would have been able to take myself off that, but chose instead, well, I'm not working in radio, so send me the checks to my house, all right? right? So I'm guilty. All right. And I felt guilt about that. And as a matter of fact, when I moved to Oregon, I called the Ohio Department of this, you know, of, uh, you know, unemployment, told them what was happening. And they told me, oh, well, we'll still pay you. Just go to Oregon, reapply. And then, you know, you're allowed to move and, you know, we'll work this out. And then that's when I cut myself off. I was like, nah, dude, like I got to not do this. OK, but I feel as if that there was a time, even though that legitimately I was allowed to be doing it, I felt like I was ripping off the government over the fact that I was obviously able to go down the street, find a job. Yes, it was going to be a job I didn't want, but I could have done it. All right? So for the interest of full disclosure, there it is. This made news all over. It started the day before yesterday, really broke wide yesterday, where the administration, the current presidential administration, is proposing a shakeup of the snap program which used to be called food stamps and I'm sure somewhere along the line somebody felt like that was you know mean or whatever so we changed it the supplemental nutrition assistance program okay and I would agree that we are probably wasting money with programs like this and that there is massive amounts of abuse in programs like this okay however There is also a massive amount of people that legitimately need assistance. And I use the word assistance because I think if you were actually to see the numbers of people who receive assistance who do go to work every day, it would blow you over. Because I think the misconception is these people just lay around don't do anything, and the check just comes that's not true of everyone
1: I was going to say there's some certainly 100 percent abuse there, sure. there, there is and it's just like any anything else we talk about here there's going to be examples in every group of people where they're abusing the system I mean that, that that applies to your employees that applies to people on food stamps that applies to cops that, that applies to I mean just across the board absolutely now 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 it shouldn't the focus of these things these conversations shouldn't be like well let's eliminate all those things it's let's Let's eliminate the waste it's I don't want to eliminate you know everything I, I want the good to be to still be there I, would I want agree. to eliminate the waste
0: I would like to look the scams yeah the scam would be great under their new proposal low-income Americans who receive at least $90 a month in assistance and just so you know that's over 80% of all snap recipients meaning do the bulk of the people who receive this would end up being put on this system okay 80% of them okay okay that you would instead of getting your money loaded up on an on a card that you can use to go to the store to buy what you would you would wish mm-hmm. or choose, that the USDA would then package food for you. And it would can, it would essentially be a box. They're calling it Blue Apron style because Blue Apron is a delivery method. That is putting a positive spin on what's in this box. And I'm going to bet you a dollar Blue Apron is like, shut up. Quit saying our
1: name. Do not associate us with this. If I'm Blue Apron, I want nothing to do with You're this. You're right. Because, nothing to because do with this. Because rich that.
0: hipsters who want to complain about how unfair life is for other people would not want to feel like they're using the systems for the people they're trying to champion. You're absolutely right about that okay but apparently in this box will be shelf stable milk which I'm not a milk drinker but I obviously use it for other things to cooking and this and that I don't even know what that is but it I can tell you as a guy who's getting a paycheck on Friday, I'm happy I don't have that.
1: Yeah, non-refrigerated milk. I don't know if they're talking powdered milk that you would have to add
0: water to. I would assume that's what or, it is. Or
1: there's non-refrigerated milk, too. In a lot of other countries, you just buy milk off the shelf. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh, processed differently, and you don't have to keep it refrigerated. Yeah, so. they, uh,
0: there's part of that in Canada. And as a matter of fact, Canada will sell you milk in a bag, which is really strange. I don't, I don't, I don't get that at all. It will have shelf-stable milk, ready-to-eat cereals, Pasta, peanut butter, beans, and canned fruit and vegetables. They would not, however, include fresh, fruit, fresh fruits or vegetables. Okay? Now, I know what one of the arguments is going to be. Go get a job! Okay. Let me tell you why I feel like you need to dial that down just a tad. Automation is coming for your job. It's coming for your job. As a matter of fact, I had a guy email me yesterday. So Stansberry. I'm a huge listener of the program. Love you. He's like you've been talking about how you know technology is going to erase the American worker. We were just told he works for a hotel chain. He chose not to tell me which one it is. Okay, and I wouldn't tell you now anyway because it's irresponsible. But his hotel chain sent an email out saying, "If you work at a desk for our hotel chain, we are replacing you with a kiosk. It's over. Goodbye." That people don't need a front desk person at hotels anymore. That they'll self-check out, they'll do all this stuff, and they'll do it on their own. And that they've done the research and people don't want to deal with other people. And so this guy and his family may find himself on this situation. And so might you. And I think if you ever found yourself in this situation, you might walk back some of this vitriol you have over people who use it. I really do believe that.
1: It blows me away that there's people who are currently getting government assistance that are like, go, go get a job. Like, I mean, there are people who are are living both worlds there.
0: I when I owned the bar in Oregon, uh, there was this girl, Stevie, who used to sit at the end of the bar and come in and drink free coffee all day and was she was pregnant at the time and dude her husband didn't work she didn't work they got and dude in Oregon they'll give you thousands of dollars a month just to lay on your ass now eventually now they'll make you go work at united way and stuff like that cuz they were losing so much money they had to figure something out but like she would bitch about people who were on these things and i was like
1: stevie where are you getting your
0: money from dude you you literally dude you you proudly told me you haven't worked in 4 years like so yeah you're right i mean it's crazy right okay So like I said, you normally, you get your money loaded up on a card, you go to the store, you buy what you want, and now we're going to decide. Now, here's where this becomes a head scratcher for me. Not just here, there's many places, okay? But one of them is, we just had a movie director this very week have to apologize to an entire group of people over the fact that he used a food allergy as a joke in the movie. That people got so mad about that that he had to, you don't understand what it's like when you have a food allergy. Don't make fun of us. He had to walk back a joke in the movie. Well, if we're going to make people apologize for a food allergy in a movie, why the hell are we not going to take into consideration maybe that there's a food allergy somebody may have as we're sending a pre-packaged box of food to their house? Now if what you wanted to do was make it a selection process of what goes in the box and the delivery method and we restrict the amount of money you get, okay, fine. But yeah. that's not what we're doing.
1: No, that's, that's, that's a pretty good idea, actually, though, because I think a part of the problem is here is when you start sending food out into you know houses, and I, I'm going to assume a lot of these houses have kids. Um, if my kids aren't going to eat this food, really, what worth is it to me? Like, If there's nothing for me to do with this, then like, I'm just going to end up throwing it away anyway. So instead of you sending me a dollar's worth of canned pears when I can't get my kids to
0: eat canned pears, just send me that dollar. Could I, let me play devil's advocate on that. Okay, because I don't think you're wrong, but is food picky not a problem of the affluent? Um, I
1: think no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I understand the point you're trying to make is that like, well, if you you know if you want options and if you want you know,
0: food like my dad would have always told me that not wanting to eat what my mom made for dinner was was because I was spoiled.
1: Yes, and I, I get and that. I, was. I just I just don't. It's it, 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 like I said. It's just going to, especially when it comes to like family situations, where it's like you can say like, "Well, no, we'll make your kid eat these pears." But if my kid's not going to eat them, my kid's not going to eat them, and that's that's where it's like, "Well, you're you're wasting that can."
0: Then why is it 2018 and we still can't find a way to feed people that doesn't feel demeaning? It um,
1: it's not a. It's, not it's a fr-
0: almost like this country says, "We'll give you this money. We'll make sure you don't die in your living room." But we we have to. Ma- Like we want to feel better than you while we're doing it for you. I guess
1: I, I guess that's a societal issue. I don't know if I necessarily have the answer for, but it, when it comes to like hunger in the country, I mean this problem has been addressed before. And like back in the '70s, like there was much better systems in place of making sure that people ate, like making sure that like children weren't going hungry. I don't know what got us away from that, and I don't know when it became such a divisive thing. But like, there's plenty of people out there right now who are like, "Dude, don't even give them that box of food. Don't give them anything."
0: That's crazy. I don't I, think I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Here's what I'm talking you right now if you're one of those people i don't think you have any idea how close your ceo of your company is to eliminating your job
1: well turn off the faucet and go get another job you'll go find water somewhere else right well
0: yes i mean ultimately that that struggle creates success there is no doubt about that that the human being when when comfort is taken away you are forced then to take action
1: so then shouldn't i cut i mean like then go find
0: your own food I, well, I mean, I, 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 no, I think it needs to be more nuanced than that. That that just because that, yes, that, that struggle can create success doesn't mean it doesn't. It does not mean that struggle will always create success. It can. It will in a lot of cases. Doesn't mean it has to. Now, you're going to hear this, and John writes this in and says, and again, I would have to admit that on base level, there is solid logic and beggars can't be choosers. There is solid logic in that. Okay, but I don't know, dude. It just feels anti, well, it definitely feels anti-Christian to me. For 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 Bible thumpers, this feels very anti Christian.
1: I I guess at the end of the day, it's to me, it's not about like, well, you know, you're a beggar, therefore you don't get to choose. If I'm giving you a dollar and I'm trying to get calories in your stomach and I'm trying to get food for you, I just want it to be the most efficient system possible. Now, I agree with you that there are people who are going to go out there and abuse the SNAP system. There's no doubt about it. Currently, I just, I just, I just don't know if that, if the, if the. If the boxing of uh, pre-prepared and boxed foods coming to you that you're not picking that you don't know if you want, I mean, like, are we taking like religious, like, uh, how you know, are we
0: bringing more people into the fold to help deliver the food, package the food, do all this stuff, and not spending more money?
1: And a big part of the problem, yeah, I mean, definitely delivery and whatnot of it. A big part of the problem is too is you got to look at this from a grocer's perspective. Somebody who sells food. If I'm if I'm a, a, a grocery store in the area and you're going to cut off all these food stamps, all these that's, that's a good money, point. That's money that is not coming to me anymore. That's I mean, two money grocery... That's not going into our local economy anymore. That's food that's going into our economy. That's not that's not you know Fisher's food is no longer getting that money. So like
0: I was gonna say, they just closed two grocery stores this right. year. So they like, just closed the one in my neighborhood.
1: That's huge. I mean, that's a huge part of this equation that we're not really thinking about. Is like however many however much money goes into SNAP every year, that money goes into grocers. That money goes into
0: economies. Forty four million people were on SNAP each month of twenty sixteen. So two years ago at an annual cost of $71 billion. Jeez. Nearly two-thirds were under 18 or over 60 or disabled.
1: When you when you talk about something costing $71 billion, I agree 100% there's going to be points where we can cut some fat, where we can, For sure. we can bring those numbers down. Um, but, I mean, dude, that's a ton of Americans. I mean, that's 45 million Americans every month? Like... And I get it. You want to tell people you should go get a better job or you should stop being on drugs or all these different things. But how many of those people are kids? Kids can't make those decisions. Kids have no, no, you know, they can't tell their mom to stop smoking weed. They can't tell their dad to go get a better job. They can't do those things. And like, we're just going to let them starve.
0: Morell wants to know without uh, without fresh fruits and vegetables, aren't we just going to feed the obesity problem? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, a lot of people will tell you canned fruit's not good for you.
1: Well, I mean, I don't think it's as good for you. I think it's much better just to eat a pear, but I think it's better than saying, like, well, then, yeah, you can just go buy, you know, candy bars with these. Um... And and you'll still get, you'll get that box of food, but you'll still get like half the amount of money in food stamps, I believe. I, I, it's not like we're totally cutting, we're, we're cutting the SNAP program off. I think it's it's a re- reduction of money that you'll be getting. So if fresh fruits and vegetables are still a priority for you, you'll have the availability to use, you know.
0: This article I'm reading at NPR does not go into that. Does not go into it that? It does not go into that. But so I don't know if that's true or not. That would be better at least.
1: I I, I do know that there's like like the Canton Farmer's Market during the summertime um, for the SNAP program program, you get two for one. So for every dollar you spend, you get $2 to spend at the, uh, you know, so, you know, instead of buying a dollar's worth of potatoes on your SNAP card, you buy a dollar's worth and get $2 worth there. So there's places that make that, like, incentivized for you. This
0: is a much larger conversation than one segment can fit in. So what we're going to do is we'll take a break, we'll come back, we'll pass out these Aussie tickets, and I'll tell you, again, I started the show by saying this, maybe you missed it, that there is a very liberal ideal that I agree with in theory, but I feel like an application, much like Snap would be a problem, but it might solve this issue we're in now. We'll break that all down next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry.
2: And his boy, Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We have Ozzy Tickets. He's playing September Blossom. We'll get you hooked up here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625, the number you need on those. We'll do those here shortly. Uh, We've been talking about the change in the SNAP program, or at least the proposed change by the Trump administration of... Instead of loading up your EBT card, we would send you a box full of food. Uh, we will have some uh, shelf stable milk in it, ready to eat cereals, pasta, beans, and some canned foods there and the like. It seems like a lot of people who are in support of maybe the system would like to see healthier food, fresh fruits and vegetables. Well, now you got to like vacuum pack things and like, you know what I mean? Have cooler boxes and the like. Yeah. Things are going to go bad and food waste is going to come into play here.
1: A huge enemy of this entire conversation is if it's going to get wasted, then there's literally zero purpose in us doing, in doing this. it. So, like, if it's not going to get eaten or if it's going to go bad, um, you know, it, it, uh, it. it's not any good.
0: Well, food waste in general, like the, I, I think it's something, I think I heard Cameron Haynes say this the other day, um, that I think it's something like 60% of food purchase gets wasted.
1: A lot. I don't know what the numbers are, but I will say, even in like, your personal life, yes, but in like the restaurant industry, bro, there were times like I felt guilty because it'd be like, oh, dude, you didn't get that bread out of the oven in time, that tray of rolls, and it's, it's, it's like throw the whole thing out, and it's like, oh my god, dude, like the amount of calories that I was just like, yeah, see, you throw it out, it's it, it like, it did, like there were times I felt guilty.
0: I live alone. And so grocery shopping for a single person is really, really tough because everything is kind of built like family portion size or like get buy this or you get more money off or it's cheaper if you buy more. Sure. And so like I there's a lot of times where I'm like, I don't I'm not going to eat and I don't. And then so like I end up throwing things away. And then honestly, now again, that's me looking to blame like the corporations. I'll give you a little self blame here. Sometimes I buy things and i 'm like eh, i'm too lazy to make it and then next thing you know the expiration date comes, right. and I throw it out, which by the way, expiration dates in this country are laughable that food is still well well within the the, 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 the acceptable time to eat it most in most cases past the the expiration date true it's that 's about the way it looks and this and that and sellability because we like things that are pleasing to the eye and the mouth and i 've I told people now, look, I used to be one of these guys, like, rip all the government assistance away from people, right? And I just, and I've said this before about myself, the abuse of these programs can sometimes uh, anger me to the point where I forget that there are legitimate people who right. just do need help.
1: Right, it's, it's seeing it's seeing somebody at the at the corner of a intersection asking for change and then getting into a BMW forgetting that there are people who are literally, you like, Needs asking a for a change. Right,
0: right. And so I have, I have not been able to see the forest from the trees before on this issue, and I've been trying to get better about some of my stances and some of my views in life, right? I've been trying to think more about my fellow man as much as I possibly can before it will hurt me, and um, I, I believe that we need systems like this. We do, and I still can't believe that in 2018, we can't find a way to do this without demeaning other people or without it feeling mean. I don't know why we can't do that. I, I'm sure there's an answer, but I'm probably not smart enough to come should up with it. Should it
1: feel mean, though? Should you feel guilty? Should you feel bad about yourself? Like, hey, man, I dude, I can't be
0: living this lifestyle anymore. Yes, but I don't know if I should be the one making you feel that way. Okay. That, 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 that should come from within you, not necessarily my reaction to what's happening for you, right? Is that, 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 that I would wish that that's who all people are going to be, but it's not who all people are going to be. Now, I started this program out this morning by saying this, and I think that this issue would help this particular thing when we're talking about SNAP. But there's a very liberal idea out there that in theory I agree with, but in application I think is a nightmare, in its universal basic income. I get why in theory, that's a great idea. A rising of tide lifts all boats. And the argument against it is if you give people everything, then they're not going to want to do anything. That may be true of some people. But I wonder that if you gave people the, the the bare necessities of what to live, which again, this country will argue for 25 years on what those are, and we would never get it done, because welcome to politics. But if we were to give people the basic necessities to stay alive, wouldn't they maybe, wouldn't a portion of those people then be more likely to look around and go, wait a minute, all I got to do to get all of that, to have all that covered, is go to six, seven hours at this, at this place? Fine. Fine. I'll do it. Where a lot of why people hate their jobs is you feel like you work non-stop and you still don't have the basic necessities to make it.
1: Oh yeah, and if you really want to look at what makes a difference in somebody's happiness, contentment and like satisfaction with life, um, you know, you're going to have people who are middle class that look up and like, "Oh man, I wish I was rich." You're not going to find that much happiness there. But when you're when you're lower class, when you don't have the basic necessities, you can't afford your rent, you can't afford food, covering those bases will make a difference, a huge difference. Where everyone else, like once you get over a certain point, you just kind of get on that treadmill of like, yeah, yeah, but everything, I need more money. I need more money. I think the, the 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 tipping point there of like happiness is like, well, I've got food. Well, I've got the ability to buy clothes. Well, I have this, Um, but all the arguments of, of basic, you know, if everyone gets $500 a month, that's, you know, whatever it is, or 500 or a thousand or whatever it is, isn't all the arguments against a higher minimum wage, the exact same arguments I can make against this. How do you mean? Like, well, everything's gonna cost more. If I if if, if I just start handing out five hundred dollars, somebody's gonna have to make up that money somewhere. Well, again,
0: that's why one of the reasons why, in theory, I like universal basic income, but in application, I don't because it'll be run. And what do I always say about humans? They can't be trusted. Not a single one of them. And this will be run by humans. We will bastardize it, and we will ruin it. The, 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 the concept of
1: giving people more money, I buy into, and I talk about general like people here, like people as a whole, working, non-working, whatever. Um, because what causes more jobs and what what creates you know uh, more opportunity is people that are demanding goods. I mean, that's what it is. I know people always say, "Oh, rich, uh, poor person never cut me a check." Well, it's like, dude, rich people aren't creating the the demand for goods. It's the middle class. You really do have have to give money to people because they'll spend it rich people are just going to put that money away dude poor people have to spend it on food they have to spend it on rent they have to spend it on clothes they have to spend it on the things that they need to get through their life i just don't know if handing you a a a, a free check is is to me a a much better argument as well we should try to raise it by wages
0: i probably ultimately a better a better plan i'm a government stay out of my life guy I'm one of those guys right? dude. I don't need this much government. And so therefore I don't, so I don't really like universal basic income because of that. I also don't like this food box program because of that. And I understand that there's this theory out there. Cause a lot of you have hit me with this during the commercial break in the like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all this stuff. Right? right. And people are saying to me, you know, I'm all right with giving people the money and they can buy food, but it's like no pop and no cakes and no this. Now here's what I'll tell you. If you are a healthy person, and you were eating the proper foods, and you are in shape, then you can have that kind of mentality. But just because you went and went somewhere else, and they gave you the money to buy it, I, you passing off food standards that you could never live by, I think is crazy. There's something wrong with that.
1: Yes, I'll agree to that. But it's like I earn this money, therefore I can spend it how I want to. And according uh, according to a, a 2016 survey, uh, the number one thing purchased by SNAP households, and yes. everyone's like, no, you you, you were taking away fr- vegetables from these people. We're taking away fruit from these people. Um, the number one thing and accounted for five percent of dollars spent on all SNAP purchases was soda. So like and people are making the argument of like, well, at this point, Snap is just a multibillion dollar taxpayer like subsidy of the soda companies. We're just giving you this money for for, you know, I mean, let's be real. There's not much there's not much value you're you know getting why? out of drinking pop. There's none.
0: In my opinion, in what? my opinion, there, in my opinion, there is no redeemable thing inside of soda other than the fact that it tastes delicious. I drink plenty of it. Okay, I'm not knocking the product; it's delicious. It's but great. But as far as like a healthy option goes, I think we all know not that th- there's not that much in it, right? But <sighs> I think people forget what it's like to be five years old, right? But dude, when you're five, I remember when my mom would go to the grocery store, she'd come home, and she'd have that box of like little Debbie star crunches. That was like the best day of the goddamn week. Right.
1: Right. It yes. was the best day of the yes. week. Yes.
0: It was like, oh my God, I get a star crunch in my lunch tomorrow. And so, like, I think sometimes people, you make this about, oh, filet mignon, and about two people just, you know what I mean, making themselves, like, $500 dinners at home, when it's like, no, dude, maybe these people wouldn't buy soda, maybe they wouldn't buy cookies, but they have five-year-olds at home. And much like you don't want to piss your kid off on Christmas so you'll spend $2,000 on toys, maybe this person could spend $2 on a bottle of soda. Yeah,
1: I literally can't give my kid anything else. I can't give him opportunity. I can't do this. And now you're going to tell me I can't give him nutty nutty bars. You know what I mean? Okay. All right, uh, yes, yes. I
0: think people forget about what it's like to be 5 years old. And I would agree that we need to find a way to stop abuse. But it it always seems to me and I think dude, adding trucks and delivery systems to this, how are we not adding money to this? How are we not adding money to this? Would I I would support a complete reevaluation of what it takes to qualify for said program before I think we change the delivery method of the food for the program. As a matter of fact, we were talking about this last week and I'm running out of time here. We were talking about this last week where if you have an EBT card, you can go into a grocery store that has like the sub shops, right? Yep. They'll have a sub shop there. With that card, you can go to the counter and buy a cold turkey sandwich, but will be turned down for a warm meatball sandwich. What in the hell is the difference there? There isn't one. There's not a solid argument on why that's okay. There isn't. I've thought about it for a week straight. If I didn't come up with it, guess what? Can't be done. Kidding, obviously, a little bit there. But I... um. I think these the systems – and again, you can make the argument that SNAP is like universal basic income And by my, by what I'm saying, which is like in theory it's a great program, but it's going to be abused. And I would think I would, could point to government assistance to be like, look, this is what I'm saying. Like, look, we already abused this system. We created it on a larger scale. We're only going to abuse it. But I'm the guy who says this about the government all the time. You can't even get my goddamn mail to my house on time, and that's why UPS and FedEx are thriving and the, and the post office isn't. So if you can't get that done on time, now I'm going to trust you to deliver me my food? This feels like we're heading towards, and ironically, excuse the joke here, the Hunger Games. It feels, Dude, you really want the government in control of that? I got to tell you, dude, they're not really good at a lot. You find me the thing that they do well. I'll wait. We have Aussie tickets. Caller number 25 right now, 1-800-243-7625 on those. Be right back with more Stansberry Show. Hang on.
2: The Stansberry Show. Ken's Rock
0: Station. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We've been talking about food for like the last hour because the government is uh, proposing an idea to send boxes of food to people on Snap versus uh, loading up an EBT card. I, I just worry, dude, that... That side of the aisle, a lot of times when they, like, try to create this stuff that's supposed to save money, and it ends up costing more money. Like, I think a lot of that stuff works in theory and, in like, in barroom logic, it makes sense. And then it just, like, falls apart. And I just think in the end, this is going to—I just—I'm suspicious that in the end, this is going to cost us more money than what we're spending now. And then ironically, much like, remember, this used to be one of these. Let's drug test everybody on welfare! Well, then multiple states did it, and they found out it cost a ton of money, and they caught very few people on welfare doing drugs. And so I just worry that this is very similar and on that line. i uh, It's a complicated issue. You know what I mean? We're talking about something that costs $71 billion a year to fund. I mean, so there's abuse somewhere. I yes. Mean,
1: and that, that's definitely a part of the problem here is that, like, uh, both sides are like, well, pff, no, you, you know, you can't have any money or, or no, you get everything and there's no abuse and there's never been abuse. And it's like, nah, truth somewhere in the middle right there of like, yes, it is a complicated issue. And if you think that just like, all right, well, we'll just send you food in a box is the answer. You're not giving it the you're not giving it the, like the, you're not weighing it the way it should be.
0: Where's the box go? Meaning, if this stuff gets delivered and you put it on my front doorstep, and I'm not home. And that box gets stolen. And my neighbor takes it. It Happens all the time. Am I out of food then for the month? Happens all the
1: time. I mean, literally, people get stuff stolen off their front stoop every day. So, like, that's a very good point that I had not thought about. But, yeah, and especially if it's all coming at the beginning of the month and it's like, all right, well, dude, that house, that house, that house, that house, that house, like, yeah, that that's something that's stolen How for sure. How long
0: is it going to take you to figure out who's getting what, who, who gets it and who doesn't? It's right. going to take you about a month to figure that out. And, yes, I know people will sell the EBT card. I know it. I know it. But here's what I would tell you, that my guess is, and I don't know this, but my guess would be, that a good portion of the people who end up selling that card are doing it begrudgingly because they're trying to pay for something else and they're choosing. Maybe we skip two meals and we'll do this. And, and, and that, and if you can judge that instead of being angry about it, maybe take a step back and go, you know what? My life's pretty good. Cause I'm in a position where I can judge that move. I don't have to make that decision. I can judge it instead of being angry about it. Be thankful about the fact that you can judge it versus having to do it. Stop being angry, everyone. Just
1: stop stop screaming. I'm
0: going to yell at you to tell you to stop yelling. (laughs) Okay. Duh. All right. That's how it works. I yell, then everybody realizes it looks crazy. (laughs) Okay. No. I just think, you know, I used to be one of these guys. There is so much... Abuse in these programs. That I get why it makes people angry. And I've said this about me is that it has clouded my vision on these things before because the waste of money makes me absolutely crazy.
1: I think um I, I I think a real way to help this problem and people who feel that way that are angry about this um go get involved, dude. Go get involved in a in a local food
0: bank. And at that point, at least you can. I got to tell you, you go spend two days at the Akron Canton Regional Food Bank, and it will give you a completely different. Outlook on what you feel about this and, and,
1: and, Well and at the very least so is like Things like that exist so that people don't have To be on WIC and hopefully that like Through charity and through like you know People being a little bit more involved maybe you can Lighten some of that burden but until you Start carrying some weight in there you're right You can scream and yell and get mad all you want to But that doesn't I mean it, it doesn't Do anything.
0: Let me ask you this question Why is it that the Same people who will complain about this In February Are yet The same very people who at Thanksgiving will come and see you and i during a 13hour broadcast and bring us food and or money
1: charity is different than 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 something being dictated by the government you know what i mean like hey I'll come give you money that's my decision but when you take it out of my pocket and then you, you you're spin deciding it around, for me right then when you spin it around the way you want to have it done that's but, actually legitimate but then but then it, but i mean it, I, I think the point still stands though of like well get involved number one you'll have a new perspective on things and number two you'll be helping to lighten some of the burden now we'll be enough to change the world? I don't know, but at least you're going to be doing something there.
0: They, uh, there's been a saying uh, around for a long time. I don't know how true it is, but they say that uh, never doubt the fact that a small group of human beings can change the world because it's the only thing that ever has. I, I, I don't know how much truth is in, in that. It is a good saying. I do like it. The reason why I brought this back up again is because we were so food obsessed that uh, that I'll tell some of you that there is another another food operation opening up near the Belden Village area. It's Raising Cane's. If you've never had it, it's delicious. It's chicken fingers fries and they have like this cane sauce that's awesome.
1: Just chicken fingers fries and coleslaw. Fancy crinkle cut fries is the way I read it on their website because I am am all intrigued by this.
0: Well, you're going to be able to figure it out because Fantone's actually going to be at the new Raising Cane's. He'll be there the 23rd. They're opening on the 20th, but he'll be there on the 23rd from 2 to 4 that afternoon. And as a matter of fact, we have gift cards for Raising Cane's. We the can way. pass uh, one of those out right now. We'll take caller 10, one 243 7625 on those. And all people, it seems like, uh, are all excited about something that happened last night, and I could care less about it. I'll tell you what that is next on Rock 106.9. Good
2: morning. The Stansbury Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best
0: morning ever.
2: Kent's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online for you WRQK.com. We have some charge tickets. We'll pass those out here momentarily. I, uh, I've, I can't understand why somebody has to explain to me the appeal of the Olympics. Like, I just don't get it. I've never gotten it. It's sports that you don't normally get to watch. In- no, it's sports I normally would not watch.
1: Um, and I guess maybe like the, the fact that you're not watching them all the time, that it's like, you know,
0: once every four years. I love the Olympics, dude. I'm a real big fan. I hate the Olympics. I think it's a complete waste of time. Um, as a matter of fact, being an American, I just assume we're going to win everything. And like yesterday, people were like, oh my God, Sean White. I was like, well, yeah, he's the most accomplished snowboarder ever. So I expected him to win.
1: Um, I mean, he lost big time last Olympics. Um I had no idea that happened. Um, he, uh, it's, it was his third gold medal yesterday, um, so certainly an accomplishment. And America's not, especially in the Winter Olympics, America's not the
0: winningest country. Oh, I'm sure not. It's just, the, it's just the way I perceive it. Because we're America, we're the greatest country in the world, right? I don't get the Olympics. I don't understand it. I, I just... And the amount of people like and again, this I, I was talking about this the other day and people laughed at me when I was talking about how like I don't get people who watch like the BMX thing and the skateboarding thing and all the things. It's like, dude, there's eleven tricks. And I said McTwist and everybody yelled at me and like, oh my god, you old ass. Meanwhile, dude, what did Sean White do last night? A triple McTwist is what is what the guy covering the event called it. So maybe I'm not so old, maybe that's actually the trick. But it's like once you see these guys go down this run, there's like seven things you can do on that snowboard. Once you've seen it twice, isn't it like, eh?
1: I mean, couldn't you make that argument on all sports? Like, well, I've seen home runs, so what do I, I mean? What am I watching a home run
0: again? Yeah, but th- the difference there for me is it's people competing against one another at the same time there. Now, I know what somebody's going to say. Well, golf isn't like that. You're right. So I like a thing that you don't like, and, and, I, and I don't like the Olympics, and you like it. Right? I just, I don't understand the big deal about it. I don't, it doesn't make me feel any more prideful in my country the way I think it did for people back in the day, and I think it started, it feels very antiquated to me, is that this started in a time where, like, we, you needed to do, impose your will on the other countries in the world, and I feel like, dude, America does that with, with tanks now, what do I need snowboarders to do, it? I got tanks. I um, uh, you know, I I I think
1: is it like the be all end all of patriotism? No, but I think it's nice to have something that it's like, hey, we're supporting this, and like, hey, USA. I don't America. know, dude.
0: Nah, dude, I'm not celebrating this country. It's ultra racist. The national anthem's racist. Why the hell am I going to celebrate something that, that that benefits the entire country like that's racist? Well, I mean, do you do you buy that? No, but that's the mentality. That's what I'm saying. Why are people suspending that now because the Winter Olympics are on TV? I
1: guess guess my mentality is that, like, no, America is still something to be proud of. Yes, we have issues, but, like, I still support you and I'm still behind you. And, like,
0: just seems very weird for me for a country full of people that want to tell me how racist it is. And we have to kneel for the national anthem that now we're supposed to have all this national pride because Sean White did a backflip on a snowboard. It makes absolutely no sense. What am I always saying? We draw these arbitrary lines in these things and we pretend and we pretend to care and this and that, and yet we suspend them whenever the hell we want. I have no idea why this is a big deal. I said it about Michael Phelps back then when he was like swimming, I said, dude, you show me that guy drowning at the bottom of a pool, I would turn that on TV. But I'm not gonna watch him do laps in a pool? The hell is that? And yet, there's a reason why these sports are never on TV. It's because they're boring. Because we are not any fun. Why am I going to pretend like I care about downhill skiers for two days out of the year? Like, every couple of years. Why am I going to care about that? I don't get it. I don't get it. Do you feel more American today than you did two days ago? And if you do, I question you. No, I do
1: not feel more American. But I think, like I said, I mean, something that, you know, kind of bolsters
0: patriotism,
1: I support. I don't feel like it does that.
0: That's what I'm saying. How? Wait a minute. So you don't feel any more patriotic than two days ago, but yet something that bolsters patriotism.
1: I guess I don't necessarily. Do I think that society does? Do I think that there's like, hey, there's room for people who don't necessarily feel as patriotic as me on a regular basis? No, because my patriotism is like, I feel like built in pride of the country as opposed to like, hey, this is built into, you know, the the, the sway of society.
0: And also, dude, if your pride in your country is... Is dependent on crushing another country in sp- sports. That feels weird. That that feels weird to me. But we do that with states too. Ohio State versus Michigan. You know, what I mean, we do that with yeah, states I mean, that's, too.
1: That's that's a huge rivalry. But though.
0: again, the, the pride of where I come from has nothing to do with the Ohio State Buckeyes. You could honestly, I'm a huge Buckeye fan. You could disband that program, and the pride I have of, of where I come from would not be affected by that at all. Like, at all. Nor do I, like, my sense of my pride in my city go to, like, the Indians or, like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I don't care about stuff like that. I just don't understand why we don't care about this at all. And yet, when Sean White competes against a guy in a country you can't pronounce, now all of a sudden it's important. It makes no sense to me. And again, it's like... Dude, once you watch two runs, it's like that's what that guy's going to do. Oh, and let me guess. The other guy's going to do those four tricks. You know why? Because it's the only things that you can do on that board. There's only a handful of things. only so many things you're going to be able to do with it. I just don't understand it. And ironically, everybody crowning this kid and completely forgetting about the fact that there was a sexual harassment allegation in his past, where a woman in his band accused him of sticking his hands down his pants and shoving them in her face and making making her smell his ball sweat. But we're going to crown the kid, right? Because he's a gold champion. He's a gold medalist. He's the greatest. We suspend these things we pretend to care about whenever the hell we feel like it. If it was an issue that he sexually harassed this woman, what's he doing competing in the games for? What is he doing? We take dudes off of Netflix shows, but you can compete for a gold medal? I don't get it. Now I know they settled out of court. Yeah, he paid her. Yeah, he paid. The report was he smacked her on the ass, shoved his hands down his pants and made her sniff his sweat from the groin area on his fingers. Somebody did that to your daughter. You happy they were going down the slopes last night? Are you? My guess is no. What the hell are we celebrating this for? It's crazy. The sport is average at best. It's a fun recreational activity. I will give you that as having been snowboarding a few times. And honestly, I'm I'm envious of people who can do it better than I can because it is fun and I just suck at it. But it's a recreational activity. Now I know what you're going to say. So is golf, and we put that in the Summer Olympics. Okay. Fine. You tell me you want to take golf out of the Olympics, I'm not going to fight with you. You know why? I'm not going to watch it anyway. Because the Olympics are long, boring, and stupid. More Stansbury Show right around the corner. Hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for EWRQK.com. It is Valentine's Day. We found out earlier this morning that Americans will spend about 20 Billion dollars surrounding Valentine's Day. 20 billion. Yikes. Uh, On average, people on their better half were spending around $90. $89 was the total. I
1: mean, don't get me wrong, I think that's a ton of money, but like. I guess you don't, I don't factor in, like, man, holidays really do make a big difference in economy. Like, man, you spend oh $20 billion just in the middle of February. If Look you what were Halloween to, does. If you were to take that out of the equation, it's like, dude, that's first quarter profits right
0: there. Like, $20 billion? You can make the argument that these kind of holidays will keep brick-and-mortar stores around longer than they would be. A lot of cash money up in that equation. $20 billion. Now, some of you, not lucky enough to have a better half for Valentine's Day. And somebody actually asked me earlier, they said, you know, what are your plans? Are you going to go out? Are you going to do something? And it's like, nah, this is not necessarily a day you want to take a woman out on a date unless you're dating. Yeah.
1: I mean, that first date, probably not a Valentine's
0: Day. Even second, third, even like an occasional date person like this and that, you're just sending the wrong message. Like if you ask them to hang out today, you're sending the message of, hey, maybe we should kick this up a notch. Maybe we should emerald this just up a little bit, and it's like, nah. And so, like, I don't like sending mixed signals to people. I like being, you know, plain and direct. And here's what I expect, and here's what you should expect from me. I don't like muddying the waters around.
1: Do you feel like if you're plain and direct, and you say like, hey, this isn't a Valentine's Day thing, but do you want to come over? Like, is
0: is that possible? Hey, you're not good enough for me to buy chocolate heart candy for, but come over and have sex with me. Okay. It's, it's it's not gonna be the great. It's not gonna be the easiest conversation you're ever gonna have. When in reality, you could just call tomorrow. And you can just put it off until tomorrow, and you'll be fine. I uh I, and maybe that's just me. I mean, I'm you know what I mean. I, not that you know the way I do things is right for everybody. It's just it's right for me. Now, not all of you will go out tonight for Valentine's Day. Some of you are gonna watch pornography according to Pornhub, and I maintain that today is one of those days where it makes you kind of sad. Like, I, you can lie to me all you want, secretly you're sad, and that's why you're doing it, right? And Pornhub knows that most people are either not in relationships that, that fulfill them or not in relationships at all, and that is true. Okay, So much so that Pornhub gives away their premium content for free on this day apparently you have to pay for full length and premium videos from the top production studios in the adult industry. Now, obviously there's tons of free content available on the site, but the next level stuff is, you know, kind of behind the counter there and you have to pay for it. We've talked
1: about this before, man. If it's like, no, I got to get up to
0: that next level, that's where I'm like,
1: man, dude, you've got all this free available to you, but that's not enough. You've got to step it up. Like, You have to go premium.
0: Well, I think what's going to happen is I think you are going to see more and more people end up buying porn subscriptions because some of the better studios are starting to like use lawyers and the like, and they're going through and yanking their videos off of these sites. I understand some of these porn production companies own pieces of Pornhub or Xvideos depending on who they are, this and that, but not all of them do. And a lot of people are looking, a lot of those companies are looking to get their money back and they're starting to get real serious about yanking videos off of online. And I think in the end that if you offered somebody a Netflix kind of plan that, you know what I mean, where, where then maybe it'll work. Although these porn companies have tried dollar a month subscriptions, they've tried all this stuff and that flies in the face of what I'm saying, but Pornhub last year on Valentine's day saw a traffic increase to their premium content, it spiked 308% worldwide compared to the days prior and after Valentine's Day. Now, apparently, Latin America took advantage of the free premium content at a, fi- a far higher rate than anywhere else. Traffic pr- to premium content spiked like four thousand eight hundred and thirteen percent in Mexico.
1: I, I wonder what these worldwide numbers. I wish they had these breaking down to an American. Just because it's like four hundred and twenty five percent in the U.S. I was gonna say because like is, is 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 Saint Valentine's Day that big of a deal in Brazil? I don't know.
0: That's yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know how every other country like. celebrates. What is considered premium content? Like I've never been on one of those those sites ever. Clicked on a video. And had them tell me, oh, you can't watch that because it's premium.
1: I don't know if maybe, maybe it'll just show you stuff that you previously couldn't get to. You know what I mean? Like it unlocks I things. Know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Dude, 308% worldwide an increase? Dude, if that doesn't scream out that people are lonely as hell over the fact that dude, on a day where you celebrate being in a relationship with another person that the increase to porn sites could be ticked up this high just by giving people a free video when there's this much free online pornography, which I still maintain as a government conspiracy I still maintain that dude if you were getting that many movies for free or that many that much music well look, they snap down on all those streaming services now everybody throws their money in you got iHeart, you got some of the other streaming services and all that stuff. We all just pool our money together to get the, the content why does nobody care about the porn stars why does nobody meanwhile dude you guys are consuming this kind of entertainment at a far increased rate of anything else of anything else and yet it just comes to your house it's free nobody cares nobody's taking up the cause there's no group that's offended for the for, oh my god we're abusing these porn stars oh my god these people are doing this work and we're not compensating them nobody cares you just don't care Now, why is that? It's because people want viruses in your computers so they can commit identity theft and all this stuff. And you just willingly do it because orgasms are amazing and you're not getting them enough in your own bedroom. I maintain that online pornography is a hustle on some end. And I know I sound like a tinfoil hat paranoid old dude, but when I get proven to be right, I am going to victory lap like nobody's business. We'll close out the show next on Rock 106.9. The
2: Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9. Rock
0: 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. I believe today is the start of Lent, is it not? Yeah,
1: it's uh, Ash Wednesday today.
0: This is where people give up things. Indeed, I I remember my favorite comedian Maybe of all time, Greg Giraldo Who we lost um, too early Once said about Lent uh, That people take it so seriously Like they give up chocolate for Lent And his joke was Just like being nailed to the cross Hey God, this woman's giving up Kit Kats Open up the gates, let her in And he's right about that But people give things up, and it's, you know, I'm not going to knock it. Whatever you do for your faith is fine with me. I don't care. You're not making me do it. What do I care what you do? Right. Right? You live your life. I'll live mine. There you go. But I did read it. uh, I did read an article online this morning about things Northeast Ohioans should give up for Lent. Okay. Okay? Number 10. TV. Not a bad system. I uh, I would agree that probably too much of us, too many of us, sorry, myself included, are probably taking in too much screen entertainment per week. Yeah, and I mean
1: definitely something that can lead you to feeling closer to your family, closer to your loved ones. So I can see that.
0: Giving up driving, they say we know yeah. it's winter, but biking or walking or taking public transportation a few times a week can make a huge difference on the economy. Now, I walk a lot of places because I live downtown, and the places I go seem to be right there, so when I can walk, I will walk. Yesterday, it was a little cold outside, but it not freezing, and uh, it's not a, you know, it wasn't all snow-filled everywhere, so like, I had some things to do downtown, walked, and I really liked it. Um, I enjoy walking, and it's actually very good for you. Chocolate is another thing here. They say you should give up. It's going to be hard to do with Valentine's Day uh, you know, being today. That, that, that seems crazy. Maybe tomorrow. Now, this is a one that I find is interesting. Because this is where I found this article. So I th- felt like this is a little self-defeating. But f- Facebook, as they say, is something you should give up because it's the worst. Giving up Facebook for 40 days is not going to be a problem because you can follow and they give you their, like, their Twitter handle and their Instagram handle. Where I can make the argument, dude, if you have a problem with Facebook because it's the worst, then Twitter's going to be the same thing for you.
1: Um yeah I think social media probably would have been the more appropriate as opposed to just picking one. Where would go there?
0: They say your hatred for Isaiah Thomas is something you should let go. They say, hate's a strong word. We understand he didn't totally work out, but he's 2,000 miles away now. Clean out your hatred of him and enjoy the success of of being the bigger person. Yeah,
1: I I mean, I I guess they're just trying to really spin something in that's like relevant to Northeast Ohio right now. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't have hatred in my heart towards Isaiah Thomas. Like, sorry, it didn't work out, bro. I, 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 I don't see, even from like a super Cavaliers perspective of like, I mean, hating Kyrie, I guess that makes a little bit more sense to me, but Isaiah Thomas just
0: didn't work out. Kyrie kind of put you in the situation where you had to take Isaiah Thomas, so yeah, ultimately, your your anger would be better suited there. I don't hate Isaiah Thomas just because Isaiah Thomas ended up being exactly what I told you it would be, I, a wrong fit for the Cavs. I, I don't hate Kyrie Irving either, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't at the,
1: end, at the end of the day, like, I'm it's not... It's sports, dude. Right.
0: right. You know what I mean? The, guys change teams all the time. I'm not going to get all freaked out about it, but again, I told you Isaiah Thomas wasn't going to be much. It ended up not being much. I don't hate the guy. They say another thing here Northeast Ohio and should give up for Lent. And I told you guys, get ready for the shame. Get ready for the public shame. Give up wearing your Chief Wahoo hat in public. They said, we've written enough on this. You're racist. Stop doing it. Nice. No meat on Fridays is obviously one of them they say here. But if you're not doing this, you should be doing it. Um, and they give you a list of, uh, of fish fries, which I love. Do you give me fi- a fried fish and a-, a little coleslaw on that? And I absolutely love it. They say stop drinking is another one here unless you're supporting locally made brews, which is easy to do here in Canton, Ohio. we got a lot of good breweries here. So stop drinking unless you're drinking craft beer. Yeah, this is just a way for them to stroke their local brewery friends. That's, okay. why, I'm not, that's right. why I'm not listing the ones they're, they're listing here. Because it's just a way for like this news, or, <laughs> news organization to like stroke their clientele. That's, a, that's the only reason that's in there. And the number one thing they say you should give up for Lent is your Browns season tickets which I understand that's how people feel. But in reality, I, I think, it, dude, if you enjoy football, you're not giving them up for Lent.
1: Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to be like, and, 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 and were we giving them up for 40 days? Isn't that the whole point of Lent is that it's 40 days? So, 40 days. Uh,
0: okay, well, then I'll buy them back. I'm gonna <laughs> okay. Buy, right. It makes absolutely no sense. That was, that was like honestly the most clickbait thing I have ever seen in my entire life. Yikes. We do have Canton charge tickets. Let's pass those out. Take caller 10 right now, 1-800-243-7625 on those. Teresa will get you hooked up with the trip out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. That will be at 11 o'clock this morning. Aside from that, we're done. We'll be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great Valentine's Day. You did not save 15% by switching to single. You just look miserable. We'll be back tomorrow. You guys have a great day. See you.